This episode of the A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, where you can always find 99-cent shipping across Canada for Magic the Gathering card singles. Like, Darwin Castle walked by, and he's, like, looking at the deck list, and he's just looking at it on the screen, and he's like, Oh my god, I should have played that! That looks amazing! <laughs> Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManaDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out! In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. YT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind-tricking myself constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Bush. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking mind slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And now, the AT. What is up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Sick. Good, good. Noah, Dan, you guys want to talk up? What's up? Hey, we're just getting uh, just getting KYT on the line here as well. We're just trying to get him to pick up the line. And, uh, yeah, I guess Jay's going to join us whenever he joins us. But uh, get there. Just right now you're on my, my, you're on my phone, so if, yeah. there's, if it doesn't sound perfect or whatever. It's no, it, it sounds pretty good. What are you running? Uh, I have an iPhone on Skype by app. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, iPhone is what I was looking for. iPhone, Android. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I you're an Android guy, right? No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all over the place actually. So. All right. So just shuffling up some monoroid. We're testing against some tempered steel. I think no, no, you're almost done building the deck. Pretty happy that there's only one. Okay, he has, he has temper steel. Oh, because he has all the artifact cards, right? Right. Yeah, I'm pretty happy that there's only one timely reinforcements in their sideboard. Oh yeah, that is pretty nice. That's pretty nice for Cappy. I was not looking forward to him having to play best out of five, like you know, with four sideboard games potentially. Time them having yeah. time in their deck. Yeah, that'd be absolutely terrible with a full pack of those. So well, so you know what be timely. Yeah. So, do you want to talk a little bit then about the the deck? Like, I mean, that that we're we should be looking at here. Like, you designed it, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, I found a list online and just made like we made it. We made some changes, but uh, like, I mean, basically, it's like super super aggressive mono red. Like, uh, the the real thing is the format's all about like how you use your mana and mana efficiency. So, like, you're playing cards like Gut Shot, which, like, you know, are kind of in some ways worse than, way worse than, like, Shock. Because you can pay them, pay two life, even though you're playing a red deck. Yeah. Like, most people, like, laughed at Gut Shot, right? But it's, like, it's a format staple now. Well, and, and, I mean, like you said, I mean, you're trying to optimize your mana. And, I mean, it, it is only two life. Yeah, I mean, if you're the red deck, you're the one that's racing anyway. 
Um, and you know, it's, it's a good way to, you know, quickly jack up burning rage counters too, which is totally not irrelevant and volt charge. You get the two for one in that case, right? Yeah. Volt charge with shrine. In, well, volt charge with the deck is really sick because you can proliferate shine, Stormblood berserker and, um, strong noble. I fucking love you. Like all those guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, KYP. <laughs> Uh, Dan, that's not very talkative. But yeah, like, um, I mean, there's so many things that that uh, Gutshot does. It lets you like play your one drop and kill their one drop. It lets you get Stormblood Berserkers, but they're still without like on turn two without having a one drop. Yeah. Um, it up free returns Chandra's Phoenix when you only have three lands. You can and to play it. Uh, it it's like yeah. everything. It's like you know your best friend, your lover, and your mama's teat all rolled into one. Nice, nice, and you gotta love the uh, the four dismember too, which has got it, which is nice lurking in the board. I mean, between the between four arc trails, um, and I mean, I guess you got the vandal for value, right? But I mean, four arc trails post board plus four dismember for hero, like you got, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the best moments of uh, of of like the tourney was when like Cappy's doing the deck tech with uh, with the Che gun. And it's like, he didn't have the deck, so they're doing it on the screen, which is apparently the first time they were just trying it. And it's obviously way better. It's, like, super cool. I don't know if you've seen his deck tech thing. Yeah, I, but, I haven't had a chance uh, to watch the video yet, but I've read most of the coverage. But anyway, I noticed, like, you look at other deck techs at 300 views or whatever, his has 8,000 views on YouTube. <laughs> um, what? What a few. But, uh, yeah, like... He actually, while they were doing that, like Darwin Castle walked by and he's like looking at the deck list and he's just looking at it on the screen and he's like, oh my God, I should have played that. That looks amazing. <laughs> wow. So, so this one time, that'd be excellent, right? Yeah. So for those of us, those of you just joining us, uh, this is, of course, uh, episode 60 of the A-Team. Uh, we are here. Uh, you've joined us sort of mid-conversation. Mid KYT and I are having a chat with uh, Alex Hain. You know, lovable boy of the show, also the designer or co-designer or whatever, tweaker, the Jerry T of the deck, David Kaplan's deck, that he's going into top eight for uh, for, yeah. for the World's Championship here. This is insane. So uh, we're just we're just having some discussions about the deck and its matchups, and uh, there's a lot of grinding happening right now. Alex, you've got who in the room with you again? Refresh us. So I've got, uh, I'm in the room right now, and we've also got... Uh, uh, no along, Mr. Lowe, <laughs> no along here. Always sounds no very long, lazy. Yeah. Our <laughs> Canadian nationals, who's 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 here, and uh, he's also a professional ballet dancer. So, uh, <laughs> ladies, get in line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got Dan Lampier, Dan. Would you like to say some of your listeners? He's feeling very gloomy, isn't he? So yeah. Anyways, uh, I already told him where the Golden Gate Bridge was. Um, <laughs> <Jesus> anyways, <laughs> yeah. he was so happy Dan, after Dan's day not. one. <laughs> Aww. I, so, I feel bad for Dan. Like he, he missed he missed out on level level three, which he was hoping to get. So uh, I don't really know what to do other than rub it in, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So okay, so if I'm looking at uh, the matchups here, um. Just pull them up. Because I think they put up the brackets, right? Yep, they put up the brackets. Right. And uh, he faces Mr. PV. 
Yeah, <laughs> one of my number one picks for uh, you know for for our world's draft here. But uh, you know you can't go against the flag; it's blasphemous. So you know we're gonna we're, we'll be pulling for for Cappy all day. Um, obviously, PV is going to be running uh, running the the tempered steel list that all of the. Uh, how the hell did they manage to not man not get any mirrors? Like all of the um, ta- all they're they're all playing their own top eight match against non-channel fireball people. How did how did they fucking get that happen? Well, I got good. Like I think they obviously worked the uh, the standings a bit. Yeah. Right. They like. I mean, there was so many like so much scooping and playing and stuff like happening. You know, the team was working together to try and get that. There's some interesting player player of the year things too. Like I think if. Josh R. Leighton wins and Alice B loses in the semis or something. There's another tie. Yeah. For player of the year. Yeah. But I mean, but PV still got a run too, right? Yeah. PV is still in it too. I mean, it's, it's interesting. All three of them are up for it. What I find one of the funniest things is if Cappy, if he loses in the top eight, he's not qualified for Honolulu because of the new system. Really? Really, because so, he doesn't have any pro points before this year, because he most and he mostly plays Magic Online, so he doesn't get Planeswalker points. Gotcha. And so, you know, so he, he just has he to beat PV to other, get there. He needs to beat PV. If he beats PV, he qualifies for the next Pro Tour, sixteen Pro points. And if he makes, and then if he wins again, then he gets to level four and he's qualified for all the Pro Tours. Sick. Sick. Yeah, it's really so, exciting but, stuff. So it seems like a pretty hard PQ. There, guys. I don't know. I don't know, Wizards. I don't know. Like, it seems like a hard PTQ to get the top four Pro Tours. Like, and it's this one. Like, after this, even if you win a Pro Tour, you might not be qualified for the next one. There's just, there's some insane matchups here. Like, I'm going over this. Like, so Kaplan beats PV. He then likely has to face LSV piloting the same deck. Like, so scary. Um, how do you how do you feel about uh, the LSV Richard Bland match? Like Bland's running the green white tokens list, which is I guess uh, very similar to what Juzo was running. Um, m- maybe not this week per se, but you know at the last uh, GP. What are your thoughts on that matchup in general? That token list looks sick. Yeah, yeah, the token list looks pretty pretty solid. Mortapod is sick. Mortapod <laughs> is pretty pretty, pretty good. So, do you guys see it beating, like, no, do you see it beating LSV? Like, do you see Richard getting there, or is LSV just, like, an insane magnet? Like, it's just not going to well, happen. Uh, he's faster, right? Like, you can't you can't argue with his skill. Um, and, like, the deck, there's four of them in the top eight. Like, they obviously know how to play it, like, to its perfection. So, and it's tempered still. They draw the right cards in tempered still. It can really beat any matchup, so... Uh, I guess it's all going to really be draw dependent, but I, I I think like his like the the the, the token deck sideboard has a couple naturalize uh, four O ring main deck. I I think it's I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are getting. Uh, mm. It's going to be a lot closer than credit for because everyone's like LSV is going to crush him because he's LSV. Uh, I think it's like really bad matchup for, for the tempered steel deck. Yeah. Yeah, well, like the other thing is we were actually discussing this before, just before as we were walking back to the hotel, is that, like, you watch someone like Shuta Yasuka play, and, like, he just blows you. It's just, like, it's absurd. Like, how can someone play magic like that? Like, you know, is he human? Like, was, was he like, born? You no, know, was he planted into some human female by some alien really? race? 
it's made to be. Like, he impressed you that like, much, Alex? Ridiculous. Pardon? He impressed, he impressed oh, you I was that much, impressed. Alex? Okay. Because, you know, it's I hard think, to impress you. He, I'm, it's pretty hard to impress me, and I was, I was fucking impressed. <laughs> fucking um, impressed. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, like he, he's ridiculous, right? No, would you agree? Japanese people are crazy at this game. Yeah, just like, honestly, you just watch him, he's like the best in the world. Like, he makes this ridiculous, like, equip with his equipment when he's playing in, in the, the GP, when the week before, and like, axe. And it's just like, nobody else, like, there's maybe, like, maybe, maybe two other people in the world or whatever who'd, like, make that play. And, like, it ends up winning in the game, like, 15 turns down the road or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because he, like, has to either, like, protect his life total or protect his library. And, like, he attacks from multiple angles, forcing Cappy to mill him. So that he can move on and get spirit tokens. Like, it's just ridiculous how he plays that game. He, like, Cappy's staying in his chair and fucking Chuta's running around him and he's like, ha ah, ah, ha ah, ha! You know? Like, <laughs> like, wow. Like, you watch Alice, he, he's not like that, right? He's he's just really solid. Like, basically, he's all fundamentals. Like, he's just super, super solid. He just makes, like, normal normal plays. Just watch him play. And, like, as Dan, I think, said before he got really cranky, is, uh, you just like plays, and you're just like, okay, yeah, that's the right play. That's the right play. It, it, it's it's more like instead of being like the guy who runs around the chair, <laughs> like laughing and screaming, it, it's it's more like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I'd probably do that too, type deal. But you know, every time it's like I, th- I think over the past four years, we like his his what his EV is like eleventh place. Average. Yeah, I think his median finish yeah. the pro tours in the last four years is eleven. That's, that's unheard of it's insane like, like it... you know we, there's been like people saying like whatever the best pro tour was and people say it's the one where Kai and Finkel were both in which also JLR was in um but like I don't know this one might go down like this is the first PV and LSV top 8 I believe yeah this is, is top eight this is ridiculous this is the craziest yeah. top 8 I've seen and I think it's always the, the, the catalyst man the catalyst is one Canadian in the top 8 like look, you know Jay the one and then this time, there's Cappy, the one Canadian, who's like, yeah, you know? And like, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, ridiculous, like, opponents, like PVLSV, Josh R. Layton. Like, this is Josh R. Layton's back-to-back pro tour top eight, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty, so, pretty so Oh, incidentally, I had, we, we, we did, uh, just for fun, we did, you know, pro tour draft. And I have both PV and Josh R. Layton, and this is my picks. LSV nice. was banned. Because he's just like, yeah. it's like playing with Black Lotus in Type Two. You know, you're just like, oh, yeah. I guess I'll play uh, some. You know? He should be bad. <laughs> he should definitely be bad. So I guess yeah, well, one of the major stories is obviously Conley Woods, right? Like, I mean, we've watched. I spent a good chunk of time watching Conley play, and you know, he's he's fine, he's okay, but like, he's a fucking monster. Conley Woods, Conley Woods. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. I I've. Uh, Conley Woods did not draw with Cappy in the last round, which uh, which I was not happy about. We we all wanted no, and you know what? I agree with you. I mean, he's he's obviously doing what he's doing, you know, for the sake of his team, so as yeah, to try to get the matchups there. But yeah, and any, any other normal circumstances, you got to know that he would keep drawing there. So yeah, I I just I was I was disappointed by that. I you know I expected more from Conley. I expected more. <laughs> Was it possible for him to like you know, lose and not finish first? Possibly. Like I uh, would want to play well, first because of the rule, right? 
Anyways, I think they just wanted to like move matchups around. Maybe they also just wanted to make sure Josh Hunter-Layton had better chances to get in and stuff. Right, right, right. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I don't know. I just, you know, I just I didn't didn't appreciate that. You know, rooting for my friend, but yeah. I can I can understand it. But I still think it was not uh, not a nice thing. And uh, <laughs> Craig Wesco sneaking in there. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. You know that he's not ninth, right? Doesn't he always draw? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys yeah. talked about it. At GP uh, San Diego, Pascal was who was rooming with Craig was getting Craig to do his his math for uh, for the last round, like to see if he could draw into top uh, top sixty four because he needed one pro point to get to Worlds. And uh, we found it funny because like he was asking Craig Wesco for tiebreak advice, and take Craig Wesco's tie drawn him. Up to the ninth place like three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> and incidentally, Pascal was uh, Pascal was paired in the last round against Conley Woods, who <laughs> would not concede to him, even though he needed the one pro point to get to fifteen. And Conley Woods beat him there. So I don't know, Fuck. Conley Woods. You've uh, used I used to be your friend. not anymore. Not anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's been dream crushing Canadians all day. Canadian slayer, but obviously, yeah. And I still love that guy. <laughs> um, Alex, I don't know yeah, what Kiwaki you loves. Everyone. You're, you're like Kiwaki yeah. loves everyone. He's like he's sending texts all day. He's like, I love you. You know. <laughs> I, told, I told I love you. Um, I wanted to ask you if. Uh, Even Scott was implemented in Amsterdam with uh, the pe- the person that's hired in Swiss getting to go first. Is Cappy going to be at a big disadvantage? Um, uh, well, we're not sure yet. Like, we're basically getting Noah's finishing up building 10%, and then we're going to jam, like, infinite games. <laughs> so many games. Cappy's not here right now because he's playing in the Magic Online World Championship. Because that's how crazy that guy is. Yeah, like he's he's been he's been just he's so exhausted. It's unreal how exhausted he is because he's just playing so much magic. He's getting burnt out. He was making like what we're watching. He was making some, you know, suboptimal plays, like not playing around, blaming and stuff. Yeah, and he, uh, I think he, he lost that. Really yeah, and there was another time where he forgot to play his land on turn two after playing a thought but. Hope so, he recovers. Uh, so I, I just hope he's, he's, yeah, he used, to, he used to get here after his magical online thing, get a good sleep, and then uh, crush it tomorrow. Well, we're going to hopefully play games for him. We're going to be his proxy. <laughs> we're going to test. We're gonna, the plan is to say what Tom, I want to have a list of what's important in the matchup, how to play the matchup. Are you going to play it as an aggro deck, the aggro, or the control? Well, and we want to know how to sideboard in and out, draw and play. Exactly. We want to tell them exactly all that stuff. So we've got some work ahead of us. So if you're here shuffling in the background like this, <laughs> it's we're listening in. It's uh, it's we're testing. I actually got the pleasure. Awesome guy, awesome guy, and uh, he he does you know every day he is shuffling. I think we spent more time in our match shuffling than anything else. So. Oh, you see. You said Kibler, right? I missed that part. Yeah, Kibler. Yeah, Kibler. Ooh, so it seems like we have a finished temper steel deck. 
But yeah, so um, besides Cappy's excellent top eight performance, Mark Anderson finished 12th. Oh, good. And uh, Canadian national team was six, right? Six. And uh, which is pretty solid. So well, the Mark states Anderson came. The states came in fourth, right? So like that's not too bad. Uh, maybe I don't know. I state third, two points behind uh, Norway. Oh well, uh, I think I think Noah would probably know best. So maybe states. Is... I, I think the states finished third, like two points behind Norway or something. Did they? Wow. I think we were checking. Could check. They climbed back huge from day one. Yeah. Alex, yeah, I believe like David Ocho and Hai Bing Hugh or whatever were doing pretty poorly. Yeah. Scott, did you ask Alex what, they, what he so, felt? Uh, what he felt about his modern deck and uh, what I guys... haven't haven't even gotten into the modern section yet. Okay, and like what these guys had to do to get the cards they needed because they asked me. I tried many followers last night to try to get them certain commons and, and nobody had them. So I, I woke up to my Twitter feed being clogged with patriotic Canadians asking their, <laughs> you know, overseas counterparts uh, or over-the-border counterparts for flame slashes and tribal flames. <laughs> I think I read the names of those cards about 50 times over coffee this morning. <laughs> well, the thing is, all the expensive rares and stuff, everybody has. They all brought, the dealers have, etc. The weird, like, commons, uncommon, that people don't think, like, oh, who's going to need that or whatever. Those are the cards that are really hard to find because we go to the dealers and they're like, oh, we don't have any of that. We go to someone and they're like, do you have any of this card? They're like, no, why would I bring that? You're an idiot or whatever, you know? And we're like, uh, we're playing in the world and you guys are trading. Like, what do you think you are, Jonathan Medina? So, yeah. <laughs> So, but I understand you guys all found you found all your decks. You found all the cards, though, right? Tell us yeah, how we did find that, including one thing of one guy who's like, "Oh, I left them in the hotel room. Sorry, guys." And we're like, "Here's twenty bucks. Go back to your hotel room. Bring them to us." <laughs> and that happened <laughs> for tribal flames. A ten cent common on Star City Games. Wow. How so I think pretty. I feel pretty. Modern deck choice because it's our list seems very very similar in the Channel Fireball list. Mm-hmm, okay. um, the, the modern deck we played Tribal Zoo with Snapcasters, um, and there's a list originally from Rich Hohen that we tweaked the mana base and some of the numbers as well in the sideboard. That one of the big innovations, something that Channel Fireball missed, because when Cappy played against uh, PV, PV was like, "Oh my god, how did we miss that in the sideboard?" Is Thrun in the sideboard? Yeah, which. Uh, is the nuts in the mirror match, especially because your plan in the mirror is you're bringing in a whole bunch of removal and you're just going to kill their thing, snapcaster, kill their thing, etc. And you just play a throne and they're like, oh my god, I have no outs. <laughs> and you just keep attacking all their stuff and they haven't had like four removal spells and you're just like, take four, take four, yeah. take four. Well, Conley Woods, uh... <laughs> Conley Woods, correct. Con- <laughs> when Conley uh, beat uh, Cappy for the third time, yeah. um... Played Geist on turn two and just crushed him. Yeah. Hexproof seems to be like the GG in the in, in that mirror. What's yeah. that leaking water noise? <laughs> oh, really? You can hear that? Yeah. Oh, that might be my place. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. 
Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. All right. So what's going to happen here now is Noah and I are going to play some, be playing some Type Two while talking to you guys, and we can we're going to ask you guys about plays, see what plays you would make in these situations. <laughs> <laughs> but the modern deck, did you all play this? You didn't all play the same deck. You didn't have all the cards or that many copies. So did being, you? Being happy, we didn't have the cards. We really did not have enough cards. What happened? Uh, Kaplan and I played the same deck, same seventy-five, mm-hmm. and uh, Noah and Dan played very different decks. Noah played ad nauseum uh, combo, Rexian on life slash, slash angels grace plus ad nauseum allows you to draw your whole deck. Yeah. And then you remove Simeon Spirit Guide to to Lightning Storm them or conflagrate them. Lightning Storm's a little complicated to explain. I think they were like... It's, it's not really. You just, it's... I, well, I, I'm just playing in the modern side event with that deck um, against a level 2 judge at GP San Diego because we were testing for modern. And uh, he had to like ask four times like other judges like for text and like, how Lightning Storm works. <laughs> it's a pretty ridiculous card. It's colorless and two red, infinite. Does three damage to target creature or player, and okay, discard a land card, put two charge counters on Lightning Storm, and you may change the target for Lightning Storm, and it does three damage plus the number of charge counters on it. So, any player may play this ability. So it's like super complicated card. It like has an activated ability. Like the reason you want to play that is because you can allows you to go off instant speed with ad nauseum angel's grace, so you can you can win in response to them winning or in response to you dying or whatever. And anyways, so basically you just like draw your whole deck and then lightning storm holding priority, discard a bunch of lands and burn their face with bland left over in case they have lands. <coughs> okay, so. Uh, so yeah, how did you guys yeah, feel a- about the modern format as a whole? Like, I mean, since the bannings, it's obviously changed dramatically. I mean, this was sort of the night, the first window into that. Um, how did you guys feel going into it? Like, it, it seemed to be that the rumor was you guys were just clamoring for decks at the last minute. Um, well, basically the format's changed from, uh, from how it was uh, in Philly. In Philly, it was like, all uh, all combo decks. It was it was cloudless because cloudpost around. You had to either be really fast because you couldn't play control decks. They would lose to cloudpost inevitability. You couldn't play aggro decks because you just play primeval titan, find two glimmer posts, and gain like twelve life or something stupid on like turn three. And you like zoo could zoo could not win against that. And you know the control decks couldn't win against like emrakul inevitability with just infinite mana. So. There's all these dirty combo decks, and like decks like Splinter Twin were really good because they're the combo deck that got to uh, play with play with the most counter spells, even though they were like fragile to creature removal and stuff. In the other combo mirrors, they try and kill you turn three. You play like Deceiver, Exarch, untap your land, spell pierce their thing, and then untap and like Splinter Twin kill them. The formats changed a lot because they're of the bannings, and like Zoo is definitely like the best deck by far, I think. So. Uh, like you basically put it when people still play, but I think it's bad because it's not there. The field isn't all combo anymore, and um, <coughs> the control decks are still not really viable because I think because their punishing fire is really hard to beat. There's some cool control decks though. Um, 
like like I actually played against Akira Sahara playing a really funky uh, funky like four color control deck with like all suns dawn and gifts ungiven and stuff. Just pretty. Uh, well, I know that. Uh, Warmark's like, definitely open. It's really fun. You can play anything. Anton Janssen was playing like a crazy ass cruel control list, right? That was running like Snapcasters and Gruel Ultimatum, Living the Dream. And had uh, Spell Snares, Mana Leaks, Punishing Fires. It was like all spells and spell and Snapcaster Mages. And modern, which seems interesting. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, we're playing. We're, so we're playing our match. Yeah, you, you can play anything really. If you want to play, uh, if you want to play like a super crazy control deck, you can. And uh, there's a bunch of gifts decks. Uh, all sorts of all sorts of shenanigans going on. Nice. Yeah, I think it's. I think the format's really like it's. Uh, Pretty, it's pretty sweet. I think I think it's going to be an awesome PTQ format. Deck I'm currently thinking of playing, guys. So shh, keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> is, is I think like a zoo list with Delver of Secrets and um, Serum Visions, and Snapcaster Mages again. So you can like get Delvers to flip because the deck already plays like 19 instants and sorceries. Yeah. And you add Serum Visions, which is like actually better than Preordain with Delver because you get to you know you draw the card and then you get to stack the next two. And uh, you can snap caster and so on. Hmm. So it's it's pretty sweet. I think <laughs> I think there's some potential there. There's all sorts of stuff, and uh, it's a brewer's paradise. And speaking of brewers, I got to meet a certain Jesse Smith. Oh! <laughs> and is he and, as uh, tall and gingery as he claims to be? Yeah, he's 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 pretty uh, pretty out there in in the. That regard, four counters. Um, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> so yeah, he, and uh, he's an awesome guy, really chill. He was playing in the PTQ. I actually couldn't find him. I talked to uh, Zach Levine, Meta Nightmare on Twitter. Yeah. Um, he was hanging around, videotaping people, and uh, like a parasite. <laughs> not like a parasite, but it was funny because he like oh. Walk in and videotape us when we were like making our worst plays or whatever, except for me because I usually play tight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, anyways, uh, <clears throat> what the fuck was that? Nothing, anyway. <laughs> That's Daniel Lantier's voice, by the way, guys. So soury. <laughs> I said Daniel Lantier's voice. Um, What's that? Dex playing Moreland Haunt? Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Who's who's on Tempered Steel? Alex. Okay. Um How could you just say? <laughs> you did sit in talking, chill. Chill out. Like you're getting mad for no fucking reason, just chill. What did you just say? I just coughed and said your name. Why? Because I wanted yeah. you to say something so you'd be on this podcast. Not so that you would throw something in my head. <laughs> I'm in the Canadian the room. <laughs> so I think I might be the only one who hasn't met Jesse yet. Have you no, met him, Scott? I, I, no, I haven't met Jesse either. But Jay has Yeah, met. I think uh, 
I'm pretty disappointed that you guys didn't end up coming down as per the agreement. No, uh, we're all really, really angry about it, believe me. Oh, seven. Yeah, so, uh... Well, I mean, he was starting good in the PTQ, last I heard, like, the first one, at least. He so, was, yeah, he was uh, playing in the PTQ, and so I heard Zach Levine told me he was playing in the PTQ, and so I went and checked this, the pairings and found him sitting at, like, table 28 or something, and uh, went up and said hi. They collected a t-shirt for Frank. Frank, I have your t-shirt. You owe Smitty money on eBay or on nice. PayPal or whatever. Nice. <laughs> so it's it's been really shitty, like, having, you know, not being there and having to rely on, you know, wizards or whatever to try to get coverage out. I have to tell you, without, you know, Trick Jared, uh, Megan Holland, and Zach Levine, so that's Trick MTG, MTGmom.com, and Meta Nightmare, there's no way that we would that half of us would have any of the information that we've got right now. You guys have done a fucking spectacular job of coverage, so thank you so much. We've been glued we've all been glued to our Twitter feeds all day because it's the only way that we can live vicariously by not being there. So kudos to all of you. Sick job. Well solution, guys. Stop being pussies and come out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, next world next world you know when the next world championship is? Never Gen Con. isn't another one. Last one. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's like 16 person invitational where you get to like meet all the American grinders be like hey who played more GPs this season me 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 <laughs> guess what guys all of them alright I hear though Gen Con is like it's entirely like a whole other thing it's like a week of no sleep right I, uh, I honestly like don't know because <laughs> I remember talking to the people that went last year and uh, and they just said it's it's like Mecca. It's like gaming Mecca. And, like, that that's no small claim, right? So. Yeah. So, Jay, yeah, have I you mean, been watching the coverage all day? Pardon? <laughs> said, Jay, have you been watching the coverage all day? No. I have shit to do. <laughs> Hello, Jay. Oh, I know that motherfucking. I know that Boats has been doing great, and I knew that Alex was doing good, and then he shit the bed everywhere. <laughs> so I'm surprised that you're on here. You know. Yeah. yeah well. Hey, um. Did you? I don't know. Like my name's right next to Jerry T's and uh, and and uh, certain. On like list of guests that have been on our podcast. Yeah. No, you know what, Alex is Alex is done okay. Uh, did you like? Did you shit the limited portion? Is that basically what happened? No, he, he no. I uh, I went four two day one. I went four two day one. I went four two day two, and then day three I went uh, three three. Gotcha. Yeah, that's oh, pretty good right. stuff. Yeah, it's very respectable. Good job, man. What did you uh, What did you play yesterday uh, in the standard portion? That's all I really care about. So in the standard portion, I actually, since we did not receive our mono red cards that were supposed to be sent to us, I was going to be playing mono red. And we were missing missing a copy of the deck, so I ended up playing Illusions, which was a solid deck. You started off 4-0. I started off 4-0. Um, oh, that's pretty good. I lost two in a row. One of my losses was to uh, the red-green uh, Wolfren guy who's in the top eight. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, so Junior Ianaga? Yeah, I had no idea how to pronounce his name, and I'm not trying to be racist or anything, I just don't know. <laughs> KYT, do you know? See, no, I'm trying to be racist. <laughs> that was the racist <laughs> remark. 
No, well, actually, I had, a, I had a monument where one of my opponents showed up late, and we need we got a judge. A judge came. I called the judge right because he's supposed to get a game loss. And I mean, you know, if it's a small tournament, like I let it go or whatever, but it's a, it's a freaking pro tour, right? Like, anyways, I had, the the judge explains and he's like doesn't understand because you know it's like okay, I'll, I'll be right back with it. So comedy goes ten minutes, you know, finds a Japanese judge. Japanese just talks and he's like, and he's like, oh, Chinese. So, so we'll go another ten minutes. Finally, get a Chinese judge to come explain that he has a game loss for being late, that he gets to be on the play, blah blah, and then leave. And it's like, oh, here's an eight minute time extension. Oh, eight minutes? Yeah. Eight minutes? Didn't matter. Just crushed him. Oh, okay. Anyways, what but... is man, that was my second draft deck. Is pretty sick. I had two Snapcaster mages and Liliana in it. Nice. Wow. That, that's, that's... wow. Yeah. That was a hundred dollar draft deck, ladies and gents. <laughs> so Sick. I kept and Liliana and stuff and like spider spawn and milled my stuff. Splash it was it was pretty pretty sweet. Awesome. So how was the illusion deck overall? You enjoyed it? Like it was fun? It's fine. The illusion deck it's really good. Um, the main reason we didn't want to play because it, it, it lost mono red, and we expected a lot of mirrors as well. So mono red's really good against solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, I don't know, we were just testing the mono red deck. It's crushing, crushing, crushing. I played it in a in a winter box before the modern event at uh, San Diego, and was in the finals split with uh, Patrick Sullivan, um, and then played the modern. And, Alex, uh, Alex, how do you feel like it fares against uh, the Tensions? Um, uh, sorry, how does it fare against what? Uh, Tempered Steel versus uh, the Illusions deck that you played. I think uh, Tempered Steel probably is not that great against Illusions. Okay. At least the feeling I have. Like, with all the bounce and tempo stuff, they can, you know, temperature steel is not that much of an issue. You can counter it and so on. And, um, like, I think it's probably a better matchup than than uh, it might look on paper. The Lucian's okay. deck is really powerful. It's, it's, it's really good. Uh, like, it's basically a fish deck. You just play guys and, like... Freaking attack and counter their stuff, the bounce their stuff. It's really it's a, it's a it's against control decks because those decks you just get an early creature. Like you're playing the same deck as them, except they have Grave Titans, which cost six. You have like Phantasmal Bears, which cost two one mana, and like as much as Grave Titans better than Phantasmal Bears, costing one mana is a lot more important because you're all just holding infinite counter spells. Yeah. And Whirlwind Haunt is the nuts. <laughs> Man, I like hate that fucking card, and I don't know why everybody was all crazy about it. I was like, "This is the fucking this." Everybody just got a boner about this for no reason. This is like, this is like Drew Barrymore, but it's not. Like, <laughs> like it's not at all. Like, it's it's the fucking high nut. It is the high fucking nut. I almost want to play fucking white in my blue black do nothing deck just to splash for Moreland Hunt, even though I only have, like, fucking seven creatures in the whole deck. Like, that <laughs> card is the fucking nut. Yeah, like, the Illusions deck, it's mono blue splashing Moreland Hunt. It doesn't have any white cards. It's just Moreland Hunt. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 
and uh, and it's like, fucking it's just so it's insane because awesome. it's 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 insane. <laughs> it is like my blue black control one round and just basically Moreland Hunt made every single one of my guys a two for one. Like he got to play a snapcaster or just trade for like any random spell I played because. Oh yeah, you have to play a snapcaster and block my guy, and then like give like ring flesh flashback to kill my spirit token. Okay, like that's isn't that the best card in your deck? Yeah, and like the uh, the other thing is like the other thing is like not only not only is it fucking insane for that reason, but also that it makes flying guys. Yeah, (laughs) like none of my shit. Fucking block, fucking that. Oh, it's the best card of all. It's I've better never, than Snapcaster Mage. It's I've never felt than, you better. so happy since Druidic Satchel, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Satchel. <laughs> this, uh, Moreland Haunt is better than Liliana. I'm fucking saying it. I don't give a shit what anybody says. <laughs> Liliana is fucking dirt. Is She's a dirt whore. She's a trailer <laughs> park book. Moreland Haunt is like Batman. <laughs> That's like where Batman lives. That's what that shit. That's what that shit. Wow. Liliana's pretty sweet in like it's it's pretty good in uh, in modern too. I think might be better. So uh, Sam Stodd was talking on Twitter about somebody potentially doing uh, Liliana demigod shenanigans. I did not see that though. What I saw Yuya Watanabe t- practicing in the, the modern event in San Diego was he had a Liliana like reanimator deck. He was like turn th- like he'd play like Lia- Liliana discard like Iona. The next turn discard unburial rights flashback on Iona. Yeah. And other things his deck do would be play gifts on given. You could actually and you find only two cards because when you find only two cards they have to go to your graveyard. Right. You just find like Iona unburial rights and then on next turn on top and unburial rights it or whatever. Carlos and, has uh, been doing that too. From Commander Cast, and it was on our and from uh, rec- one of our recent episodes. He's been tweeting about that too, with uh, some insane gifts packages of that nature. So that's that's pretty sick. Credit it was it seemed seemed a bit uh, a bit slow to me personally because I mean you if Yuya Watanabe went like one three or something in that event, it just clearly isn't good enough because that guy's obviously a master. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys get a chance to take a closer look at uh, Patrick Chapin's Grixis list day one? I think it's garbage. <laughs> Straight it's, up, it's right out, say it. I drew with it at at FNM. You drew with it? Yeah, like I played against this guy Tyler. He's a really, actually, really cool dude. Um, he hadn't played Magic in a, in a while, and he just got back into it. And um, one of the store owners lent him the deck. And I thought that he was actually playing Burning Vengeance because his first, like, two or three turns or five turns was just, like, playing spells to dump shit in his graveyard to flashback, right? With, like, that red spell and Forbidden Alchemy and stuff. So I was, like, countering... Like, I was dissipating that red card. Desperate Ravings, is it called? Mm-hmm. I was, like, dissipating that because I was like, fuck, I don't need this guy, like, raping me when he hits a Burning Vengeance with that shit. Um, and I didn't realize that it wasn't that. Um, but, like, I I didn't have a problem with it at all. Uh, the the thing that really, really was a surprisingly, like, really good, though, in that deck, is the fucking flashback fireball. Devil's play. Yeah, like, the reason that we drew is because I was at 20, and he was in top deck mode, and he drew devil's play and fireballed me for, like, 11. Wow. And then was like, <laughs> and then was like, go. 
And I had like 10 mana and could do fuck nothing because if I tapped out for any reason... You're dead to the Devil's Play. I just dead to the Devil's Play. Or I fucking don't tap out and I keep counter magic open and he probably has the leak. Yeah. And I just lose. There's no spell pierce in this format. So that's kind of uh, interesting. I'm like, I'd like to know that why Alex thinks it's shit. I'm not challenging that. I just like, I drew with it and I want to know what's in it and it probably is shit. It's interesting, actually, because there's been a lot of feedback about it on Twitter. As soon as it broke, a lot of people took it out to their FNMs. And it sounds a little, like, 50-50 on it. But, you know, Chapin said it in the, the video deck there, too. Like, he basically tuned the deck based on that expected metagame. And it won't be, can't possibly be the same moving forward. And if you copy the list, you know, card for card, you're a fucking idiot um, for your FNM. So, I agree. I don't. Like, I can't see that working outside of an environment where you expect tokens and temperance deal all day. Feedback I received is that it does eat aggro pretty well, but, I mean, as far as, you know, it plays like, fucking, like, seven counter spells in the 75. Like, fuck, what, really? And what was it? Like, what does it do? Like, I don't, I, I only know the cards I saw, so, like, what does it even... You know what I mean? Like, what's the deck? Like, what's the, what are the key cards? What's the, what's the, is it combo? Is it, what is it, what is it? No, it's it's just like a straight up control, like like it's removal. It's like a red black deck with splash blue. Like it's mm. it's it, the video deck tech I can link you to here on the mothership. It's fine, but um, I just thought I'd ask because it's uh, it's really to see. I was wondering if you guys had a chance to see it in action. That's all. Yeah. But. I think the deck won because it was Patrick Chapin, not because it was Patrick Chapin's deck. You know what That's, I mean? What? A good number of people are sense. playing it, though. Why doesn't that make sense? It just means that uh, the deck won because Chapin is good. <laughs> well, like, so, but the deck has to be good, too, right? Like, are you saying, like, Chapin could play, like, a pile of draft trimmings and win? <laughs> well, if those draft, if the draft chaff was removal spells and counter spells, maybe. And Devil's Play to hit your face, Jay. <laughs> and that's the other one, too, right? So it did run Devil's Play, which was nice. Now, So do, Jury seems to be out on Desperate Ravings, though. Uh, what's your thought on that, Alex? Yeah. Chapin called it the new preordain. Desperate Ravings is pretty sweet. Like, the mod- I saw a sick modern deck that Godin is... Uh, I'm terrible with names. And Sam Black were playing. That was like... That was playing Breed of Fire. Like, if you guys don't know, do you guys know what that, uh... Yeah, Breed of Fire is the cumulative does. upkeep from Cold Snap, and it's cumulative upkeep, add one red to your mana pool. And it dry, it's an enchantment drops for one R. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's he doing I mean, with that? I'm sorry? He's, he has punching fire, the Punishing Fire engine, so he was returning Punishing Fire and then, like, Punishing Fire multiple times in his upkeep. Plus playing like gifts ungiven for only like one blue mana, uh, and 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 he was playing desperate ravings in the deck too, so you can like do that. And basically the whole deck was like instant speed, and it was just paying stuff with that. And he had he had and he had like pass, uh, slaughter pack and stuff too, because you can like you get two colorless and two red for to pay for the pack and your upkeep from that. Yeah, you just need a black. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet. Techy techy, yeah. Uses the pitch. Hmm. So I mean, there's all sorts of things going on. Like in modern, you can play like so many things. You should. Uh, you should I think it's going to be a fun format, guys. I think Wizards finally made it so that Wild the Cattle is uh, the best it's card. The best thing you can do. Yeah. 
I they they got me playing wild the cattle. They got me what playing wild the cattle. So I I hate like playing wild the cattle. So yeah. The only, but I like playing zoo when people are really bad. And in worlds, like, people, like, I basically lost the people who weren't bad, and I beat the people who were bad. That's how it worked. So how many people like, lost are, the- how many people are bad? Like, you're at the fucking World Championships of Magic. How many people are bad? Okay, well, here's here's a little inside thing that not everybody knows. Whatever, yeah, a large percentage of people are bad there. Um, basically, when you play play around, you want it. You want on the pairing sheet next to your name to the guy to have TM written next to his name, which means he's a team member from a national team. Um, <laughs> which basically means he qualifies from you know doing well as team rather than being like high level pro or invite from some other way, because those invites are like harder to get in some ways. I mean, let's t- you know take like Luxembourg or whatever, right? It's like you know. Like twenty thousand people live there or whatever, and you know now you won. You're not Luxembourg. You're Luxembourg team champion or whatever. Like, what does that actually mean, right? It's <laughs> what it you're saying. To, what yeah. you're saying then is it's it's easier to earn a spot on the team by running well for one tournament or two tournaments as opposed to like being good. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, like basically, there's a lot of random people who often don't know what they're doing as much compared to like playing against an actual pro. Though, I mean, honestly, I, at uh, Pro Tour Philadelphia, I found a lot of people I played against were really bad, too. I was happy this, this tournament because I finally got to play against some good people. And even though I got, like, raffle stomped, like, <laughs> like, 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 um, you know, I, I, like, felt I learned something. And that's 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 why I play Magic, so I can learn something and get better. And I was I was very happy. Like, I was so much happier, like, playing against, like, Kibler and getting crushed than I was, like, crushed this idiot who, like, thought that he could keep one-landers or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, that's, not, that's not why I play Magic. I don't play Magic people are bad, you know? <laughs> He's so honest tonight. It's <laughs> good. What? I said you're so honest what tonight. You honest? So, yeah. Well, you, yeah, you've told me this. Honest? Yeah, you've told me this in person many times that you think a lot, of, like most players, are bad. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I I do think most people are bad. I think myself bad too, especially after this weekend. I figured basically, I realized how much more I like I need to uh, improve. I so, have like a lot of room by you know, to to get better. Who did you find were you know the the best players like you you've obviously had an opportunity to play against and watch a lot of games while you've been there like is it just wholeheartedly without contention that the Japanese are just the sharpest players out there or what I don't know they're they're really really good it's just they're in some ways they're like flashier like it's like watching like like a basketball or whatever and you know one player is like all has all these slam dunks and everything and the other player's just always shooting like you know normal shots but he's always passing and catching the ball and like you know just always landing the goals rather but not like slam dunks and three pointers or whatever like the japanese guys they they're like like when they win you're just like it's you're like oh my god how did he win that game that was ridiculous or like you know you watch lsb win it's just like yeah he, he won but like you know i agree with everything he did he did it all right right you understand like it's sort of fundamentals of just playing good solid magic rather than doing anything like splashy you know what i mean mm-hmm. so what you're saying is is that the japanese are the harlem globetrotters of magic <laughs> that's a good comparison 
We should get them fucking jerseys. <laughs> Sparkly jerseys. Oh, goodness. You're a nine. So what'd you get in the draft? Um, All right, so you had two drafts, right? So the first, one of them you ended up with two snaps yeah. and a Liliana. What was the other one? The other, the first one, I was green, white eye girl. Though I didn't see any uh, any travel preparations, which was unfortunate. But I ended up with like, which I got all in a row, which was nice. I was Sorry, Alex. Fed we, by we, we, Alex dro- we, we dropped you there. You got what? Three what? I uh, bonds of faith. Ah, okay. The yeah. human past thing. Yep. And so I you were being fed, fed by, by Andrazi. Yep. Ooh, he was being fed by Ollie. And, uh, yeah, it was funny because we down the draft alleys there, and you know, and then Jerry T's in like the pod behind us, and Jerry's like, "Hey, Ollie, you know, you're, the the kid sitting next to you is, my, is a buddy of mine. Uh, you know, <laughs> be nice to him." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that was, that was pretty cool," and he yeah, was nice to me, so that was, that was awesome. Yeah, like I got to meet a lot of pros, and like everybody's really, you know, really nice people, and. Uh, they're all pretty, you know, upset about uh, Planeswalker points and stuff. And honestly, in some ways, like I hope that, like I hope that Cappy wins the World Championship, the Magic Online World Championship, and like top eights, like with in top eight, just so that he can like look at and be like, hey, Wizard, something's wrong with your not qualified for Honolulu. Yeah. So I, Planeswalker points. There's there's also the fiasco with the. Uh, with professional competitive points for Worlds. I mean, so, I'm happy. Like, I'm, everybody who played Worlds is happy about, like, the original changes, and then everybody who was unhappy about that got happy again. But basically yeah. what happened is, originally, Worlds is supposed to be just professional points. So it doesn't give you competitive points, which would qualify you for World Champ- um, for Pro Tours. It only qualifies you for World Championship. And... Uh, And take effect when there's only the 16 person thing. So yeah. they're making it so this world did count for competitive points. And a lot of people were really unhappy about that because they're like, oh, I didn't show up to worlds because I didn't think that I needed to qualify because it was just supposed to be that. Duh, 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 duh. And, and realistically, uh, so world, they, all the events at worlds have a 10 times point multiplier. And I mean, if you didn't think you five wanted to come. Side events. Side events are five. Oh, they're five? Side events. Okay. If it was ten, it would be uh, kind of, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's still really high though compared um, to some of the others, right? Self is twelve times multiplayer. Worlds itself is twelve. So basically, like people were playing side events at the Worlds would had a higher chance of qualifying for the Pro Tour than people playing in the Worlds itself. Yeah. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. I mean, like, because top fifty of Worlds doesn't qualify at you for Honolulu. You just like points are the only. Uh, only thing that qualify you, mm-hmm. so or planeswalker wow. points. So what they're doing is that they're they're basically making two lists: people who would qualify if worlds was professional points on the list, and people who would qualify if worlds counted for competitive points. And they're inviting people from both lists. Yeah, if you're on one, you're on, you're in the trip. So that's sweet. So they're they're making it good for the players. Like everybody, everybody's happy, right? Yeah. But you know, they're sending off like a whole bunch more plane tickets. And it's kind of it was kind of like a public relations thing mess up, which I guess Wizards is not not really their forte. I guess public relations. 
<laughs> they need to hire somebody better in PR for sure. So, uh, guys, uh, and this will go to all of you. Like, give us some of your scumbag stories. Have there been any today? Like, any any aside from you know Conley scumbagging fucking Kaplan in the last round? Like, and, what? and Pascal, that is both of them, both Pascal and and Kaplan. Come on, Noah. Separate. Um, didn't didn't so, PV call a judge on LSV for slow play too? Whoa, I didn't hear that. <laughs> didn't he? Isn't that? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that might have been in round fifteen. I'm gonna look right now. I doubt that happened, but <laughs> didn't you tweet about that? that? Pre- no, no. But that'd be pretty awesome if it did happen. <laughs> oh, I thought it did. I'm pretty like, sure I was. I was reading it and I was like, "What the fuck? That is fucked." Like somebody, somebody did. Somebody did. <laughs> Did somebody call? I think Brad Dawson in in the book or whatever said that said you know uh, when, once a tournament starts you have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good advice. I'm gonna use that. Noah, do you have any scumbag stories? Come on, in your team matches, anything? Oh, <laughs> There's gotta be one. Come on. Uh, I don't know. There's scumbag stories, even from like a shitty vendor. To... Like do they charge you, like like at the TCG player in Toronto, they charge us four bucks for a bottle of pop. <laughs> Fuckers. There's like there was like food trucks outside all the time, like uh, which were pretty sweet, but they were they were not exactly cheap. I mean, this is San Francisco. Nothing's nothing is really cheap. There was one vendor outside today. Yeah, and it was like fifteen dollars wait. Uh, uh, it was like a fifteen to twenty minute wait for a, a Caesar salad. Ugh, so Holy busy. fuck! <laughs> yeah, didn't get didn't manage to get food until like after the tournament. Just didn't have time. That's always kind of a problem though at Magic tournaments. Like the ben and the venue was kind of crappy. It was basically a warehouse at the docks. <laughs> Like and the heating was always messed up. They had like either it was they didn't have the heating or they had it too hot. <laughs> of course, that's the traditional Canadian jokes of like this is sunbathing weather or whatever, you know, where like, <laughs> everybody else is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. It's too afraid and. So, so no scumbag stories. Five. No scumbag stories. So how's the matchup you looking so far? From this weekend? Yeah, yeah from come this on. Weekend. Uh, huh. What about the cosplay girls? <laughs> oh. There was there was an Elspeth. I guess, like, the only real scumbag... It's not really a scumbag. I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, scumbag story? I guess like, <laughs> the only real... I, I guess it's not really much of a scumbag, like... He has the, the right to play it out. Uh, in the last round, Dan Lanthier is playing against some guy who has no chance of making anything uh, and is not on a national team and would, would concede to Dan uh, to give Dan level three, uh, to give Dan level three slash help his national team out. And he said, if we go to a game three, I'll, I'll, I'll concede to you. 
Oh, God. Uh, and then crushes him, and, and, and then just, and then just beats him 2-0. And, and like before before the before the game's done, before game two's done, Dan's like, listen, like uh, this is gonna qualify for me me for the pro tour. Uh, can you just concede to me? Uh, so, yeah, and, and, and he was like, mm, no, I just no, I, I I wanted to win. Like what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like they they were out of top two hundred. Like like it was it was it was bad. Wow, that that is a scumbag story. That man. is a scumbag story. I'm actually now going through your round eighteen pairings to see if I can find who this jackass was. I found him. <laughs> you found it? Can't <laughs> I, I found him. Pavel Bednarik. Like Two rounds, I got concessions. Like they weren't even wins. <laughs> My deck was all. <laughs> Actually, no. I I take that back. La- last round, I-, I legitimately won. The story, wow. but he conceded before the match. He conceded before the match. See, he was a team member, but from France. See that this is why they're banning all the French players because. <laughs> Jackasses. I'm sharing the spoiler to everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really fair that I get to see this thing way before you guys, so I'll share it with everyone. It's like, you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Alex. Yeah, shit, good on you. Fuck, so do you do hey, your money today it- then? Alex, I did got you money mu- from national team? Yeah, I got like six hundred bucks. Fuck, it's not bad. And made level three. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Shit. Okay, so uh, how's the matchup look so far, guys? Promising. <laughs> um, the matchup. I don't know. It's like it's interesting. <laughs> Rushing me, fucking gut, gut shot. shot. Gut shot's the nuts. I go like. Three games out of like our ten so far. He's like, I'm knife in hawk, and I'm, I'm like, like Gunshot gut shot you. Gut shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I don't. I don't know what people would happen with PvP? People do like he has the gut shot for sure. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, gut shot's pretty pretty brutal. It's a powerful card. And I expect you guys to see more of it as you the more you play type two. Those damn Phyrexian mana symbols coming back to haunt us again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Phyrexian mana. So is it going to bring mental misstep into a uh, standard? Is it that good? Yeah, it plays mental misstep. It used to play it main, but then it because Gutshot kind of does the same. thing. Goes to the face. Yeah, it also goes to the face. Like they're like, take it, go to tune. You're, you're playing mono blue. What can you do? And you're like, oh, you sound kind of gotcha. they're like, oh fuck, you know? Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. Hmm. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, the mono red deck is really, really good. So, and it's it's pretty cheap to build. So nice. 
just taking a another look at it. So when is uh? So what's going on with with Cappy? You said he's in the the mocks or the the Magic Online uh, worlds right now. Yep. What's he playing in? He's playing modern right now, so he's playing our Zoolist. Okay. Well, you can go to three. Yeah, yeah. So he's playing. He's playing. Uh, it's a solid deck. I think he's not not playing it optimally, but uh, yeah. He, I, I watched his you know, play now. Yeah, it looks like looks like in the modern he's at what one two going into round four. Oh, I, I don't. I don't just know. in the modern area, anyway. He has to finish, I think, top two, which is going to be yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah, he has to get top two. Well, I mean, last place is four thousand bucks. Either way, he's he's going to be okay. You know, he gets at least like ten thousand. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty he, sweet. He, he was a strip to Vegas. We we agreed that if somebody top aided, that they were they're sending every, bringing everybody else to Vegas. So <laughs> should be should be pretty sweet. Uh, but uh, yeah, Cappy did amazing, and uh, I've been watching him play. Most mostly, he's been playing playing pretty well. And. Uh, like you know, he's obviously been running good, but you have to run good to to get to something like a point like that in the tournament. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's funny and, you're looking uh, at there... I, you you your other your other top eight guy with the uh, uh, Ianaga um, with the Wolf Run list yep. in the top eight is also in that the Magic Online Championship. Yeah, I know. Yes. Well. These guys are having Magic an insane Online. weekend. Certainly good. Seriously. <laughs> wow. A lot of moto grinders. Yeah. So yeah, a lot and a lot of a lot of a lot of cool people. Worlds. Honestly, it's 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 really sad that there is going to be the last one. Agreed. It's just going to be an invitational at fucking Gen Con. Like, seriously, guys? They're like, yeah, um, we'll have it at US Nats because that's where everybody's going to be already. <laughs> like, yeah. Be the pro, like, the pro, Mad Pro Tour of the World, right? It's not supposed to be just for the States. But I guess they're making it just for the States. Yeah. All right, well, guys, Maybe, listen, yeah. I, know we, I know you guys have a ton more testing to do, so we're going to let you get to it. But, uh, yeah, awesome, awesome job today, guys. You you've all done us very proud. So we're we're all very very happy and so glad you guys could take the time to chat with us tonight. This is pretty sick. God knows, oh, we'll, God knows we'll all be up watching uh, <laughs> watching Cappy do it for us. That'll Tell be us sick. the matchup is good. <laughs> well, hopefully, testing pays off. Like. You know, Cappy, Cappy gets there due to some of our testing. That'd be pretty sick. You, you guys overheard it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Cappy, <laughs> thing. Otherwise, he's not qualifying. It's like it's like winning a PTQ. In-
Yeah, it's the winning in, right? It's the winning in round. All awesome. Right. Good luck, yeah, guys. He's got his winning in. Win- the winning in against PV. <laughs> Yeah, it's like alt, alt, like nearly ultimate end boss scenario, and then if he wins and he beats and he beats uh beats PV and LSV, then you've got like true ultimate end secret boss scenario. It's crazy. But you know what? Fucking, yeah, I... he beats those two, and you goddamn well know he earned the title. Like, that's ridiculous. Well, it's pretend beat PV, LSV, and Joshua Layton, right? Yeah, it's true. I want him to call me Woods in the finals. Which is also a distinct possibility, right? Yeah, I want, I, honestly, I, I want a Conley Cappy mirror, I mean, um, rematch, and I want Cappy to fucking own that guy and be like, hey, you know, Boats, guess, guess what? <laughs> guess who's coming to this party? Who's, you, you're, here's your dog. That's insane. Insane. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll be looking to talk to you guys when you get back. Thanks so much, and uh, good luck tonight, guys. We're, we're pulling for you. All right. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. This yeah. is Kagan saying bye. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was sick. Yep. I'm really hoping that uh, the matchup for for Tempestil's good, and like it could line up in such a way and doesn't face any other deck but Tempered Steel on his way to hopefully the finals. So, yeah, um, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, obviously, as in Pete's PV faces Ellis is Layton or, or Woods, then I like his chances there. I think that's how, like, how this scenario would play out in my mind if he were to win this whole thing. So. Yeah, yeah, he'll go like through the fucking top three giants of CFB right now. That's crazy. <laughs> Tempered Steel, fuck off. Yeah. I really think that uh, after looking at that list, though, that mono red list, like, it's pretty good. Shit. Mm hmm. Fuck. Good for them. These guys. Now, there was a topic I wanted to talk to you guys about. It happened, I think it was before Worlds. Um, I mean,. We usually cover uh, a lot of those uh, weird events in MTG land. Did you guys hear about the person that uh, got, I think he got suspended maybe? He couldn't go to Worlds because he was uh, attacking, like, in a forum? Oh, oh, this is the this is the, the French rape comment? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah we this never is the like of the century, but... Yeah. <laughs> Fucking losers. Totally. So this is... Okay. So for those of you that were living under the stone and don't know, some French guy um, decided that he was so fed up with the organized play that in an underground, hardly anybody actually knows about it forum, uh, he decided to make a comment against the uh, the head of organized play at Wizards of the Coast, who happens to be a female, who apparently he yeah, knows... This is, this is her personal website. Like not an underground forum like like Reddit dot com or something. Or shit. This is is why I is anyway, that's how I understand that is why that they're so outraged. It wasn't just like on my Twitter. Yeah, no no, I know. It was so like I, it was like her webpage, like I come to your house and call your wife a whore. <laughs> okay. Okay. So basically, he then wrote a, a post on on the site and said that uh, 
You sure? Anyways. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was her personal website. Okay. Well, that's what but, everybody was white knighting about. We should ask his friends, though. Jay's yeah. like, he's like the fucking angel of all time. He's like Gabriel. Yeah. For this yeah okay. issue. Well, then we'll, we'll leave it to Lansdell to put it in the comments to keep us honest. But I, I can only run off what uh, BDM and Flores were talking about. All right, all right. You know, I trust their judgment on community JD, shit. like, with the whole, whole slow play, you have, like, this other news stories you're reading. <laughs> like, someone you're following that's making up shit, probably. It's No, it's the real underground news. It's, like, <laughs> not what you guys, you sheeple, are being fed. <laughs> sheeple. And my little fucking in my in my trailer on top of UFO Island. <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, so appar- apparently he wrote um, a post stating that he's so dissatisfied with with the way that uh, this all the changes have been coming about, and that uh, if he he's going to go to Worlds, and if he saw this woman, that he would rape her. And the translation's a little loose because it's from French to English, but basically it expresses that there would be um, an, you know, an intent to perform physical harm uh, of the most baseless and gutless kind uh, against a woman. Yeah, this is just internet tough guy syndrome. Yeah. yeah. So wizards, not to be you know outdone or fucked with, uh, found this post and basically sent him a letter. Uh, a couple days later that said uh, you are no longer invited to Worlds and if you actually come within any of our professional events, you are banned for life from Magic uh, professional events and if you come to any of them, we'll have you escorted out. Which which I think is fair. Yeah. I mean, if you're a corporation and someone's threatening to rape, like, and not just like, fuck this bitch, if I ever see, if I come to Worlds and you're a rape you, that's Probably not. Yeah, it's probably actually fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, bottom line is he got banned for life. A lot of people are like, well, what? He was just joking around. Okay, so the internet is written in ink, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how good you are. The internet is written in ink. This is the same lesson I teach my fucking 12-year-old son. Like, Yeah, like, you shouldn't have to teach anybody that's older than 12. Yeah. You write <laughs> if you write terrible shit about people, they're a they're gonna find out about it. They're just gonna and b you can't take that shit back. And context is totally lost. It would be one thing for me to say I'm going to rape her, versus like nah I'm gonna rape that bitch. You know it's there's just there's two totally different understandings. One of them you <laughs> like, know that I'm that drunk bitch. off my rapes her. Yeah, you know exactly. versus like. I'm gonna fucking rape you. Exactly. Whoa. Right. That was pretty scary. And you put on the pedophile eyes and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, t- I totally hear you. Yeah. There's, uh. there's the contexts are lost in a in a text post on on a fucking web forum. So use your fucking head. Like, goddamn. Oh, stupid people need to be castrated so they stop breeding. This is ridiculous. Agree. <sighs> so you thought you guys thought it was like what was this punishment like? Forever, he's just or? banned forever. Like he's, he's just banned for life. Yeah. He's for life. Yeah. I think so the like last person. I think the last person to get like banned for life like that. Like they're all for acts of violence, right? Like somebody assaulted a judge and they got banned for life. They actually. It's funny. Since this incident, they took. Uh, there's a list of uh, people who are banned from professional magic play, and they used to have 
a uh, the the reason that they were banned. Oh inside. yeah, I remember. <laughs> right, so you go through, and it made for a really good read over a lunch hour, right? And you just fucking laugh because you know we played this game, and you know when somebody says you know this so and so was banned for uh, you know uh, physically assaulting a judge. You know, so you think about how that would go and, you know, the, yeah. the the judge comes over to make a call and they're like, yeah, no, you're wrong. And you fucking look at them and you're like, fucking make that call again. I fucking dare you make that. And they're like, you're fucking wrong. And then you just like grab the and judge's then you just head. Like, you're like, dick punch boom, him. like smack him right on the table. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. You know, like, yeah, like <laughs> and it's like Jason Ness just absolutely murders you. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you get shit like that. You get people that have been banned for throwing chairs at events. Like, it's just stupid. Like, how? It's a fucking game, folks. I understand that some of you make a living at it, and that's cool. But, like, professional athletes get in shit when they throw stuff onto the field. And they're like, the they're like, like, you know, like LeBron, I don't know, saying, like, the G-bomb word or something. And, like, he's just like, whatever, I shouldn't have said that. And... My ten thousand bucks is just gone, and like whatever. But like, you don't have ten thousand bucks. You're a magic player. You don't got no bucks. You got no fraud monies. So you know, just don't be throwing shit and beating people up, threatening to rape people. What the fuck are you? Who are you, who are you gonna rape? You play magic, you French, and play magic. I wonder oh. if it's a conspiracy just to ban all the French players. I hope it is. Fuck them. <laughs> Anyways, Just stop doing dumb shit. Stop doing dumb shit. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I wonder if they print the rules just slightly different in English and French. <laughs> like in English, they all trans. They're all directly like, "Do not do this. Do this not do that." And in the French rules, it's like, you know, do threaten rape. You know, <laughs> do physically assault people. Do leak the contents of this. <laughs> Anyways, if someone does something you don't like. Pour a pop on them. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to bring it up just to get the uh, the A-team. <laughs> Stop also, being fucking can I just say, like, I really just didn't give a shit about what anybody else thought about it. Like, we all know it's wrong. Nobody has to, like, fucking crusade about it like it's Occupy Wall Street or some shit. Like, oh my like God. it was just a fucking joke, man. Like, so everybody's just, like, <laughs> losing shit about or like, shut up, shut up, just shut the fuck up. God so there is an Occupy Toronto motion happening right now. There's yeah, there's one in our... Yeah, so you ready for this? This is I'm fucking kidding. hilarious. The Toronto Sun went around and they did a bit of investigative reporting at nighttime, and they found that only one in five tents are actually occupied at night. Yeah. They're yeah. not actually there. They're just putting up the tent and making a statement and then going home and going to bed. You know, what's, you know what's better? In Occupy Calgary, it's the same stat, except for that some of those tents are not occupied during the day because the people work. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they believe in the statement that they're making. And like, they're like, yeah. Don't don't have the wealth spread like it is and shit. And yet, and then they just fucking, and then they just fucking go to work. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the balls to do that. Because <laughs> I certainly don't. Like, <laughs> people are getting maced in New York and beaten down and shit. These people are just going to work. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. 
whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, so if you want to white knight about something, white knight about Occupy movements, okay? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's that, KYT. You got anything <laughs> anything else interesting that happened that we can chime in on? <laughs> no, no, I think that that was pretty good. Um. So uh, I haven't really been able to tell, but has there been any live video coverage from this event? Not that I know of. Yeah. So what the fuck is that page? Like, wizards, get your shit together. You promise, oh, it's going to be so good. Fucking give us the taste. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking so, give us the taste. Give us the taste. Like, this would have been a great opportunity for you to be like, yeah, we're taking away, you know, a pro tour and replacing it with this invitational, but our coverage next year is going to be so sick. Why the fuck didn't you start with Worlds? Are you on Clue? God, guys. Come on. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just said, if it wasn't for, like, actually, because Hayne and Kaplan were really cl- even after day three, speaking top eight, had he not lost to Kibler early in day three, and if it weren't for Twitter accounts of uh, Megan Holland, um, Trick, or, or um, obviously Zach, Zach. Levine, who's been an all star, who's uh, apparently was following uh, the team. Um, well, not the Canadian national team, but all the Canadians, and 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 basically filmed. And I noticed him in some of the pictures that that Wizards took. Uh, um, and damn, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd find out like two hours later that you know Kaplan made top eight. So, uh, really thankful for those guys. Yeah. It's just so you know, to me, it's just so sad that like the Twitter community is better than the Wizards community. Um, at just like remedial, mediocre, uh, bottom of the barrel startups, stuff like that. They're the ones that are taking away and making big changes and doing all this crazy shit. Um, and like, the, like, there's just no positives of like, they're not, they're not the best at anything right now. Like, I can't think of a single thing that Wizards is doing better than anyone else. Yeah, it's a scary thing. Like, can anybody, like, can you guys? I fucking can't. Well, I mean, they're making the game, right? But, like, if you, outside of that, if you want to talk about... <laughs> they're the best know. hard printers we have. Well, no, come on. The development <laughs> team is good. Like, you know, the sets that they're coming out with are, are good. You know, they're, they're producing a good quality game. They're just fucking doing a terrible job of supporting it sometimes. Yeah, and the, like, that's just really sad to me that, like, Star City Games has better coverage than them for videos, and that they took away worlds to make more, you know, weak. And they can't even like they're they're slower at updating us at what's happening at worlds than someone with a fucking cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would really like I would really really like here for no reason. I understand that you know sometimes our podcasts get played at Wizards of the Coast. And it would be really awesome if somebody would reach out to us either via email or Twitter or whatever, or fucking come on our cast, like open invite. Would love for you guys to come and talk to us about your position on that and, and what sort of you know things you guys are trying to do to make this better for us. So we are 100% here to give you the open platform if you want it. Take us up on it. We promise we'll even be polite if you ask us to. Um, so like, bring it on. Billy Moreno, I'm looking at you, buddy. So, speaking of which, I talked to Billy 
uh, early in uh, uh, a few days ago, and he says as long as we ship him a rough outline of uh, what's going to be on the show, he should be good to go uh, very soon. So, Billy Marine, you know, homeless tech himself will be on the A team. <laughs> Fucking homeless so. tech. <laughs> So have your have your brews ready, ladies and gentlemen. Ship them in to us. <laughs> so. He was he was wanting to brew modern for for my team. He was saying he wanted to play uh, five color zoo, exactly what uh, the guys ended up playing, except like also splashing black for dark confidant. So he was going all the way. Um, well, but I don't know. It's back to the uh, topic of coverage i i wonder if because it's good for them um if in an individual company like star city games hosts their own huge tournament series it's it's good for the game itself so i wonder if they, they would be willing to to give support to, to others that are willing to do the same but in terms of prize support but not uh have the funds like star city games like, uh, if we were trying to get some sort of series to happen here in Canada, we wouldn't need some serious help. Um, or have more. Yeah, TV. somebody with bankroll has to has to do it, right? So, I mean, I would think they would, like, they would have incentive to help because it would help grow the game. But don't know how that's going to happen and was hoping for uh, at least some GPs up here in the, in the first quarter of the year. But... Oh, which fucking reminds me. Oh, yeah, okay. So, how do you guys feel about a prop bet with the untapped cast? What's, what's the prop bet? Well, so, we'll have to figure it out. It'll be some sort of, like, you know, cast versus cast humiliation. Um, I said that because we, I was talking to J.R. Wade about it. And since we were around first, we get home field advantage. And I said that, you know, once the, the full GP calendar gets put out, then we'll figure out when the next Canadian GP is. Mm hmm. And we'll all make the active effort to make it to that GP, and we'll go team on team for standings. Ooh, well, how many are are they? Just so the three official memories. Currently, it's just their three official. Currently, it's just our three official. If we both, I mean, we're all kind of, you know, semi pseudo looking for, you know, to fill out fourths. Um, you know, well, Stibbs it, is not their fourth. I I'm not sure. I think he is. I think he isn't. Like I okay. personally, my suggestions to them was that it should be Stibbs. Fucking like he is so good for them uh, because he adds the casual piece, and because I think they need you know a mother hand on that cast as well. And it's not a downer. Like it's like I I think they need the anchor. You know. Okay. Yeah. So I really like Stibbs in the role. So Stibbs, if you're listening to this, brother, like fucking sick job on Untapped. <laughs> so proud of you for your job. Take it over for Trick, man. Like. So good. So good. Mad good. Anyways. I'm down. Us three against those three? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, like, Jaroway's been to a Pro Tour once or something, you know? Medina, like, top four at a Star City event or something? As long as it's not standard. Fuck, I'm not worried. Um, yeah. 
Jay's, Jay's the limited champion. Like, come on. <laughs> KYT's fucking madass. Frank Lepore, he grinds a lot of moto. It's good. He's probably fine, but, you know, whatever. I can grind moto. I'm all right. <laughs> so, I'm pretty excited. I think, it, I think it'd be good. We just need you to to have one of those, you know, non-functionally terrible days. And dude, we'll be good. <laughs> dude, listen, if there's shit at stake, and, like, this is important, Papa's going to grind, man. I've got more than Papa's- enough good players. Listen, I have no problem. I'll I'll take out tutoring sessions with Nina. I'll go out there, and I'll fucking play with her for, like, two days a week, for, like, three months prior. Don't worry about me, man. I'll be oh, tight. Man. I'll be tight. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, I'm the weak link, so uh, that's all. If 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 they're if you guys aren't aren't afraid to do it, then I think it'd be sick. And then that gets us all in one place too, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah. And in Canada, so we don't have to like rape ourselves on fucking airfare. Yeah, we gotta we gotta party down again. Yeah. Damn you know what we should do? Fucking you know you know what we should do? Okay, untap guys. I know you're listening to this. We should do this like the credit card game. So the fucking losers pay for the night out. <laughs> yeah. How's that? That's pretty randy. That's pretty okay? randy. So, so we'll all go out afterwards, and the losers fucking pay. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. So there you go. The gauntlet is down. If you guys want to pick it up, let us know. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. <clears throat> Anyways, all right. Yeah, that was that was exciting. That was my uh, my big one for the day. <laughs> but yeah, so it looks like coverage starts. Uh, the live top eight coverage webcast starts at uh, ten forty five Pacific Standard Time tomorrow morning. And are they covering the teams? Uh, I don't know. It just said top eight, I think. So I don't know if that's going to include the teams, but like it starts at that time. So usually teams happen before, right, like right before. Yeah, I remember so. So, anyways, I, I I just I saw it on the mothership. That's what they said. So, come on, Cappy. Come on, come on, come down. Yep. So I mean, sick. I, I still appre- very much appreciate the work that BDM and, and Rich Hagon uh, put out. So, dude, without them, there would be no coverage for Wizards. You realize that? Yeah. Right. Like, no viable coverage. I love watching deck techs with those guys. It's just fucking hilarious. And and all of their pre- and post-game wrap-up shows are awesome. Like, they're just so good. <laughs> we gotta get motherfucking boats on. Yeah. We yeah. gotta... I want, like, t- tomorrow. Like, <laughs> gotta, like I, want, I don't want... I don't want anyone else getting fucking for us. I want to talk about this thirteen and old like shit. That's crazy. Yeah, he uh, he dropped two games on purpose to uh, he scooped up to LSV and PB so that they could uh, shoot up the standings. But he hasn't actually officially lost a game, like lost a match all day that he's played. Yep, and he's beat my guy three times. <laughs> so it's gonna be pretty dirty if they face each other again in the finals. So sick. <laughs> See, but if he beats Kaplan, then he absolutely has to come on the cast because he like fucking single handedly dream crushed us. So he can come on the cast and let us berate him for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I love, I love Conley. He's been 
nothing but great with me, so uh, yeah. if he does win, I'll be extremely happy. He's been terribly overdue, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to see that he's doing well. And, and uh, Freak Man, if it weren't for LSV, I think Jay's team might not be that great. So, Ochoa finished pretty high, so maybe I'm definitely out, I think. I think if we're doing, are we doing the how Flores does it, PT, sta- uh, PT points? If we are, then, like, it's down to basically you or Jay, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. I don't. I mean, it's up to you guys. Like the way we said it initially was that it was going to be, um, like take the the standings, like what place they came in, add them all together, and then the uh, lowest the lowest number wins, right? Okay, right. And but, the reason that you do it is so that way you don't get like blown out by you know somebody that makes top eight versus the winner, and that's the difference. Okay, all right. But I mean, we we'll look at it both ways. We'll figure yeah. it out. Finishes last in either system, but yeah. uh, I think it's down to like you have PV, right? Yeah, yeah, I got PV, and and Jay has the uh, the ultimate LSV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he should be bad. I mean, oh my, yeah, the man, he, the man's a monster. Average, his average is so retarded. Sometimes you draft Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh my god, he just we, that guy shouldn't even be allowed in the fucking NHL. Fuck that guy, he's too good. <laughs> Look at him, he's the winning fool. He's got to ban him. He's got to fucking ban him. But I thought this game had a good amount of luck in it, but... Yeah, it's, it's called variance. <laughs> Shit. It doesn't affect him, apparently. No. <laughs> immune to variance. They make an LSV card immune to... You know, he's like 8-0. That's o. what the Patrick Chapin <laughs> format's called. It's called no variance. It'll just be called LSV from now on. Want to play LSV? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's going to be a fucking sick run anyway at the title, so we'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's looking pretty good for the states have got us. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. At the very least, so that's good. Yeah, like, I mean, realistically, one of our boys should win, right? Or, I don't know, the Japanese guy just completely crushes with roll God, fun and tells Jay imagine. to fuck off. <laughs> I know. It is Valakant! Boom! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom! Oh, but this list is pretty... It's pretty good. It has doubles playing it, man. So. I mean, it, it avoids having to play, like, little duders with Flagstorm to send. Yeah. It's got four and... F- I mean, wouldn't be surprised if this guy did well. So. Well, that's... That wraps up my thoughts on Worlds, as uh, I hope to wake up... T- to a good result. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be uh, it'll be pretty crazy. Uh, definitely pretty crazy. Um, what are your thoughts on Olivia? So I think a lot of the success of Chapin's deck, by the way, was hinged on the fact that uh, Olivia Voldaren is actually sick. Mm-hmm. Um. So I know that uh, Brooke. <laughs> was the ever talking cocky Brooke. The ever cocky Brooke was talking about that on Twitter, and he said, "Yeah, I played with it at uh, at F and M, and people are already talking about just playing more Dismember again." Yeah, and go for the throat. 
and yeah. guest verdict and victim of the night. Yeah, victim of the night's not going to cut it, dude. She's a vampire. But, um, <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, I, yeah. and I my boner was too big. My boner was too big. Yes, yeah, so was hers. Um, oh, but I my think, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate irony moment later. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think dismembers just do for a comeback, right? I mean, why why not? Or it might not even matter because the deck is not good enough against, like, these See, fast decks, right? okay, but the lesson here isn't that the deck's not good enough. Like, here's the thing. Even Chapin said, like, this deck, as as it's built, is not going to continue. However, this shows that there's enough good cards in the mix that a okay. Grixis control list is definitely viable, right? Like, you, you can get by in this format without Day of Judgment on a control deck. And that's what he's saying. Desperate Ravings is good enough that, you know, playing Forbidden Alchemies and Desperate Ravings are actually enough card draw. Like, that's what he's saying. So if you're playing, like, Snapcasters, Ravings, and Alchemies, if you include suitable dudes and removal, you're probably going to get there. Uh, Bloodline Keeper is fucking stupid. You play that with Olivia, and things are just ridiculous. Right? So, like, I mean, you could just play Grixis Vampires and get there. Um, But, I mean, you still got all Hmm. of those. Like, he didn't play Consecrated Sphinx. The card's ridiculous, right? Like, why wouldn't you play Consecrated Sphinx? You play blue and not play consecrated swings. Right. Well, and that's the thing. So the way that he played the deck, it was more of a um like a removal one for one, or like, you know, small scale sweepers. Like it wasn't really designed to be like a permission control deck, it was a removal control deck. Hmm. Right? So it's interesting to see how the numbers change and if somebody decides to take a more of a permission standpoint with it. Uh I'm also really excited to see what happens with Dark Ascension. Uh, and how that's going to alter that. Because I think that, you know, there's probably you know, one more, you know, one more counter spell or a good discard spell, I think. Uh, that's really just holding a Grixis control deck back. Because that, that's what it really needs. Like, Distress isn't going to do it because you need the, the help on the mana base. But, you know, if you bring back, you know, something like, like Despise, just, I'm not sure Despise is good enough. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But anyways. We'll see. Interesting stuff. Hmm. But regardless, I think Olivia is ridiculous, right? Like that, like it's, it's like Patrick said, I mean, it's the threat of what the card can do that takes it over. And it does come down really early. Um, so it's, it's pretty crazy. She just keeps getting bigger. I think the John, the John Finkel played this, uh, let's see about Desperate Ravings and Devil's Play. No, 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 no. That's not necessarily true. Uh, There was also... Okay. Patrick Sullivan put up a blue-red list. Okay. That played... And they're actually on uh, Star City. So he put up a blue-red list that was playing Desperate Ravings. Uh, Michael Jacob was on it, too. So, like, they had kind of come up with the fact... That whole side said, if you're going to play red and you're going to play a control deck, like, Desperate Ravings is where you need to be right now. Because it's the new preordain, right? (laughs) <laughs> according to Chapin. But if you're playing red and blue, why are you playing, like, why are you playing Think Twice and that card? You're not. You're just oh, playing you're that card. I think So why Chapin would you play only... that over Think Twice? Because it draws two cards right away and then flashbacks for two more. Granted, but you've got a discard, but I mean, if yeah. you're playing a flashback heavy strategy, then it doesn't really matter. Mm. Yep. Yep. So I wonder what John John play. I mean, like John uh, John. 
<laughs> Finkelman and my, in my, one of my friends, Adam, and my other Jack Scott was uh, disappointed that he shat the bed. Fuck that. <laughs> I got shit, too. Mike, thanks for, that, thanks for giving me shit, Mike. I needed that he, it. That he, yeah, like, I'm disappointed he shit the bed, but I... I don't know. Hello? Yeah, I think we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best episode of the even, even funnier because and I hope I didn't record this way, but I'm actually listening to you guys and you're like, yeah. It's pretty so screwed if Kyle doesn't edit this. We're yeah. actually well. I don't know if it edit. came through that way. Like it, like oft times I've heard it this way, but it's actually recorded fine. So we'll see. But no, I don't think Kyle's editing this at all. I think he's just gonna take a listen to it and fucking chop off the first ten minutes before we actually got into an introduction, and then we're gonna go from there. And that's gonna be it. You guys are gonna get it raw and unedited. You know, raw. <laughs> um, I guess we can wrap up. Whoa. Baby, I like it raw. Baby, I like it raw. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. So shout outs. Shout outs to uh, Megan Holland. Shout out to Med Nightmare. And uh, shout out to Trick Jarrett. Um, you guys are awesome. We would not be doing this, you know, uh, we would not be hanging in this far without you. Um, shout outs to BDM and Rich Hagen for the fantastic job that they do all the time. I just wish that they would fucking get in a booth like the Star City Games folk and do it legit. Um, Shout-outs to uh, the Canadian team and everybody that was there repping the country. You guys were all proud of you. Kaplan, top eight for life. I'm never going to hear the end of it if fucking Red Deck wins, but that's okay. I'll take it. Oh, my God. I know. <clears throat> like they're not fucking... Canadians are just going to be the first people out of the woodwork like, oh, Red Deck is the best and, like, we'll never be able to say anything against it, ever. Yeah, ever. So. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know who this Kaplan guy is. I don't give a shit about him. Fuck that guy. Well, you know, Jay, if if he wins, or if, if Kaplan wild. if Kaplan loses, he loses to PB, which puts me further ahead in terms of my world's draft, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm a win-win situation. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So that's it sure would be sweet if Kaplan wins, though. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Or, like, at least even... Just talk. <laughs> It'd be sick if he got to the finals against Conley. And it would be awesome if he won. And yeah. if he doesn't, then it'll be really funny. Um, because at least then we can say he went, like, you know, X and Conley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways. That's all I got. I gotta give a shout out to Boats. It was just like so awesome. Reading all day, fucking owning, which is sweet. I always love it when Conley Woods does really well because he's like a real person. He's not some fucking Jobin. Um, so shout out to not Jobins. Um, I got a shout out to John Finkel and Tom, Tom Martell. Shit, the bed at World. So bad about it. But who are and good job chin up still. Tom Martell looks like he's like nine years old and like doesn't look like what I thought he looked like at all. 
But like, I guess, you know, like in the Matrix, when Neo gets projected and they're like, like you know, like he projection of yourself. This is the projection of the mind. Right? Like, that's how I always view magic players, and I definitely didn't see Tom Martell as that projection. Not that it's bad or anything, just didn't see that projection. Yeah, I don't know. Just whatever, it's fine. Uh, Shaq. I don't know. Shout out to Pork Ribs for tasting good. <laughs> Shout out, to, shout out to the pig for being a delicious animal. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, Jay, I think you want to shout out to uh, one of your favorite uh, Twitter guys, Arthur Alavez, because he oh, took yeah, out... Fucking, <laughs> fucking hello, hello, please. I think he, like, violated it. Like, absolutely just, like, took it to town, you know... Turn Sally into a yeah pile of mush. Yeah, I think he did. Oh really man, well. just so awesome! I'm so happy for him for doing that. Yeah, agree. <laughs> I think AJ soccer like AJ said he he made top. Possibly AJ was also part of that top. Wait, so but uh, congratulations! For, uh, people were telling me that he's been waiting to to make the pro tour for so long, and a huge congratulations to him there. Um, shout-outs to the Canadian team. Hopefully they do well. Well, Applin does well, rather, tomorrow. Um, huge shout-outs to him for uh, name-dropping me in his deck tech video um, and thanking me for... I mean, I'm getting far too much for um, helping uh, the Canadian community. Uh, uh, so, um, shout-outs to Matt. A nightmare for sure. My third shout out, and combined with Scott, that would make like five or six by now. But like huge, huge help, and I can't wait to see the the videos he was able to film and yeah. uh, the interviews he was able to get. Um, and and uh, that's about it. Everyone that uh, who, who we just got on earlier on, Alex Hay, Noah Long. Uh, thanks to those guys for, for having the time, even though there should be like playtesting infinite to answer some of our questions. So, and I think that's it for me. Nice. All right. Well, folks, you got, uh, the raw version of the, uh, the late night world's edition episode 60 of the 18 podcast. Uh, we will return next week with our usual hilarity, hopefully with the champion and, uh, those of you that, uh, don't like it, Turn it down and stop bitching.